Oh, hello there. I'm Melinda Catherine Gross. And I'm Michael Nixon. And we like to talk about murder. Well, you like to talk about murder, fictional murder, a <laughs> lot, uh, whether anybody wants you to or not. That's right. And Michael doesn't talk about murder nearly enough. So I would like to invite you all to join us as we explore the material of our favorite monster. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Each week we will be discussing and dissecting the film and TV appearances of Thomas Harris's infamous serial killer, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Mostly, I'm going to try to get Michael to eat people. I won't. You will. I might, but there's only one way to find out. Tune in to Having a Friend for Dinner, available on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, bon appetit. Ooh. Dueling Genre. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Protagonist Podcast, where each week we talk about a great character in a great story, except when we don't. And this is one of those times when we don't. I'm Joe Dorowski. And I'm Todd Mack. And this is our 2018 fantasy box office uh, draft, I guess is what we're going to call this. (laughs) Uh, We're going to look ahead at uh, the coming films that are going to be released or maybe not, as we'll uh, reveal based when we, when we quickly recap last year's picks. Uh, if you recall last year, at the beginning of 2017, we did a draft where Todd and I each selected, I believe our final tally was 21 or 22 films each. And uh, then as the box office receipts were reported for these films, we got that amount multiplied by its Rotten Tomato score. So if it did really well with the critics, we could get, you know, 90%. The, the critics Rotten Tomato Yeah, the score, critics Rotten Tomato the- score. Not the, the, not the fan run, score, which has become controversial of late. <laughs> um, or if critics really hated a movie, even if it did really well at the box office, we could only get a small amount of that. For example, my lowest performer of the year was uh, Emoji Movie, which made almost $90 million at the box office, but it was only 3% with the critics. <laughs> so my take was $2.5 million. <laughs> from emoji movie uh using our 2017 system so we're going to recap what our picks were in 2017 how that fantasy box office uh shook out and then we'll look ahead to 2018 and we will make our picks for that and hopefully that'll uh let our listeners know some of what's coming and what they can look forward to and we'll see how accurate we are in our picks so todd would you like to reveal the winner of 2017's fantasy box office. The winner of 2017 fantasy box office is you. Uh, with <laughs> coming in just uh, like uh, like Billy Mills at the end of the race <laughs> with 533 million dollars from Star Wars: The Last Jedi, which is like insult to injury because I really didn't like that film. And Todd, I saw it a second I time. Doubly it, don't it's like even better. I, I saw it a second time. Even better the second time. I just think you should give it a second chance, though. That's all I'm going to say. And we'll move on. <laughs> okay. I'm sure that I will give it a second chance at some point. Uh, anyway, I was winning uh, quite handily, but I don't think either you or I anticipated five, almost uh, $535 million in See, two weeks. Yeah, that's what scared us off. (laughs) Star Wars got picked way later than it should have because our rules for this game is that it cuts off on December 31st. So these numbers are based on December 31st of 2017. That was the last thing. And because Star Wars was released in mid-December, 
I didn't pick up Star Wars The Last Jedi until pick number 12. And it was the yeah. number one movie of the year in those two weeks. It earned more than Wonder Woman or Beauty and the Beast or Guardians of the Galaxy uh, and, you know, 11 other films that we had picked. So we were too scared off by the fact that yeah. another, you know, 300 million is I, I, the estimates I'm hearing is 700 to 800 million in the U.S. box office. So another 200 to 300 million isn't going to be added to this tally, but we should have just said it's Star Wars and taken Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> So lesson number one, don't bet against Star Wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ever. Um, few, any other? Uh, well, I, let's run through some of uh, what what happened with these numbers. And let's talk about some lessons before we do our picks, I would say. Okay. So um, just for our listeners, the other and again, this is the adjusted box office with the multiplier oh, of the Rotten Tomatoes. I wanted to ask, did you already say um, both of your totals? Oh, so so we know that Joseph got a big hit at the end. But what was total total for Joseph total for total. Todd? Unadjusted earnings were I had three billion one hundred twenty-seven million five hundred twenty-five so thousand six hundred fifty-three before the Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Before the Rotten Tomatoes score, and Joe had three billion three hundred seventy million. So we were just like what a hundred million off. Yeah, which we're pretty is close. Pretty remarkable. <laughs> when you're in the three billion territory, that's pretty close. We were really, yeah, really pretty close. Because yeah, our um, our average Rotten Tomato score for our films was about sixty, right, Todd? Yeah, mine was 56 and yours was 59. Okay. Hmm. Um, so, that, so basically you won every category. <laughs> well, that, but that 3% when we're dealing with billions is what pushed pushed me ahead in the right. adjusted score. Okay, yeah. so so what was the final adjusted scores? Uh, two... Oh, I can't even fathom these numbers right now. So uh, <laughs> 2 billion... $212,944,138.70 for me. <laughs> Two billion three hundred eighty-six million seven hundred sixty-seven thousand four hundred fifty-six and fifty-four cents for Joe. Uh, so difference of one hundred seventy million. Yeah, one hundred seventy-three million. Only a million in that. Yeah, it, it like by the end of all of that. Now I think it's worth pointing out I was handicapped, and I'm being a little more careful about some of my picks this year. And <laughs> that one of my picks last year, one of my early picks or mid-round picks, I guess, was Creed Two, which. At the time, had I, I read a release date announced. in November, it was pushed back till 2018. <laughs> so it never yeah. came out in 2017. But uh, just for our listeners' uh, benefit, uh, with and, and this is our adjusted top 10, uh, my pick of Star Wars was number one, followed by Todd's pick of Wonder Woman, which he uh, had taken with the fifth pick overall in last year's draft. These are adjusted top 10. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast was next. I picked that with the second pick of last year's draft. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, that was Todd's first pick last year. Uh, then Spider-Man Homecoming, that was Todd's third pick last year. So Todd's top picks are all well represented. <laughs> then Thor Ragnarok, uh, that was my pick with the sixth pick last year. That was number six, so evened out there. Uh, then Todd had a, a nice overperformer with Logan, <laughs> was uh, w- which had done very well at the box office, but also critics really loved uh, the film Logan. So that was the 19th pick overall, but uh, came in at number seven on our list. Dunkirk, uh, Todd's ninth pick, came in at number eight, so just right about right uh, there for that one. And then Coco was uh, my 14th pick, came in at number nine. And the 10th pick uh, in our adjusted box office was Despicable Me 3, and that was my pick, uh, number eight overall. Uh, the bottom, well, and I think, uh, we, we were doing some of the math right before we started recording. Todd and I each had five at the top 10 and five at the bottom 10. So we're spread was pretty even. even. Yeah, the yeah. spread was really Crossings. pretty close. And, uh, just some of our, our biggest, uh, overperformers. I, I think the highest overperformer was, um, Todd's, uh, uh split. split. 
uh, which was what, the what, uh, what, M. Night Shyamalan overperformer, meaning overperformer it, mean, it was picked, picked it late and it, first, it, and it came in 16th. So it, it overperformed gotcha. by 25, 25 spots. spots. So, in our justice. So boxes. you guys picked it low, but it performed high. Did very well yeah. at the box office, and it was the most well reviewed Shyamalan film in a decade, I think, <laughs> at least. Oh, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the biggest overperformers were Split uh, overperformed twenty five spots. Jumanji overperformed twenty two slots. Which is another one that end. came in with only two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, my Hitman's Bodyguard, which I threw, uh, I think, is my very last pick. Where I'm like, I don't know, I'm going to take this yeah. movie I just discovered was Hitman's Bodyguard. That one. Hitman's Bodyguard overperformed fourteen. Boss Baby Baby overperformed fourteen spots. Logan overperformed twelve, and Star Wars overperformed eleven. So those were the big, uh, the big overperformers. Now, big underperformers. Also- Cars three, <laughs> Cars three, way underperformed. Yeah. Thirteen spots. Uh, Coco, below. Coco did way better than Cars three. I thought Cars three was gonna be much bigger than Coco, but Coco mm-hmm. blew you, it out of the water. You had Cars three as your number four overall pick. Yeah, that was the second wow. one I took. Joseph, and wow. it came in at number seventeen in our adjusted box. So I took it wow. with the fourth pick, and it was number seventeen. I thought, well, I mean, if if it switched us with Coco, which is what I kind of anticipated, it wouldn't look that bad. It'd be in the top ten, but yeah, sure. I think it's worth noting uh, the the notably missing from your picks. Uh, get out. Yes. Okay. We have uh, some of our biggest misses that we didn't miss or that you, we didn't. Take. I mean, you you overall you neglected the horror genre. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. The big the big thing, which is some of our personal bias. Neither Todd or I really do the mm-hmm. horror genre very much. Um, <laughs> As far as what we go seek out, <laughs> um, and there's a, a few horror hits. The other big, uh, the bi- other biggest miss was it, uh, the Stephen King adaptation. Yeah, it was it was by far the biggest, biggest miss. Like Get Out made 175 million, so that would have helped. Like that, yeah, that would be a difference maker. Either of you, yeah, that would have made a difference because maker. it was so well reviewed. But too. it made 300 plus million, uh, so that yeah, was I mean, the biggest miss. 175 yeah. adjusted would have been so Get Out would have been in the top 10, but it would have been. Number uh, number four, five or six, five, six. So yeah. like that, that could have changed the game. Yes. Yeah, so one, one of those films in the right spot could have changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting um, what something omitted from the list did um, or, or could have done. I think it's also just worth pointing out that in the year of the Me Too movement, uh, the top three films, both in our adjusted and the unadjusted box office were uh, Star Wars, which you could say Ray is one of the key protagonists there. Wonder Woman with Wonder Woman as the protagonist and Beauty and the Beast with Belle. So hey. uh, women well represented at the box office this year. All right. So we move on to 2018. This brings me such anxiety because I know I, I just feel like I'm going to miss something big and it's going <laughs> to kill me again. All right. I feel like I did way more research into this than I did last year. <laughs> I have up with a strategy in my list of potential films. I have over 60 films that I'm like, ah, that's one I could take. <laughs> that's, that's if, one. if you really need it. <laughs> yeah. So wow. do we want to put a cap on how many movies we're picking this year? Well, we did 40 last time. Should we just keep it at 40 and do 20 and 20? Okay, I think that's that's yeah. a good a good call. All right, all right. Are we gonna flip for who goes first? Well, you went first last year, so I was I hoping I would just get the first. <laughs> I've, I've got I've got a dice. Oh, Andrew's here. ready to edit. Ready to. I've got a a d twelve from D and D. So uh, okay, so can you, can you handicap it against me, and then would that be fair? Uh, I since he lost. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, or, 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 or no, because you. Todd went first last year. So should we say I went first okay, last one, year? I get one in the slots. He gets one, five. One in the through slots. seven, Joseph. Uh, eight through twelve, Todd. All right. 
It's a 10. Oh. Very much. This is so much so I don't even know if I want this now. <laughs> well, I, for me, I, guess, like, I guess you could have the option now to give it to Joseph, but I <laughs> no, don't think you want to. See, there's, there's. For me, there were two films I was debating one and two, and then there was a definite I wanted to take the number three if I was going first. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> I, I was burned by Star Wars once. I will not be burned by Star Wars again. I'm picking Solo, a Star Wars story, as my number one pick. Okay. Yeah, that was one of the two I was juggling back and forth. Uh, and I was probably going to go with the other one, which I'll not take the number two spot, only because I'm a little nervous about Solo, a Star Wars movie. Not the box office performance, but the critical reception because there hasn't been any trailer yet. There's not great buzz because they replaced the director. There are that some doesn't rumors need. It's going to be bad, right? There, there are rumors that Disney's writing it off as a flop already. But those are, but those mean, are just it, rumors. Completely I unsubstantiated rumors. But the fact that there's no trailer yet makes me a little nervous for this and the fact that they switched out directors mid-production. We'll but I, I have no doubt that it's going to make a lot of money. It's the critic score that scared me a little on that one. Okay. All right. Uh, so I was probably going to take... Avengers Infinity War, just the culmination of Marvel putting everyone together after. So are you, are you taking that as your yeah, number Yeah, that, that's my number two. Yeah, Interesting. So, so Solo, okay, Star Wars Story. Todd and Joe. Okay. Just because uh, this is like the, the buildup is very high <laughs> for this one. And uh, much like Don't Bet Against Star Wars at this point, Don't Bet Against Marvel. It, you know, it might not be the top film of the year, but you can pretty much pencil in several hundred million dollars and probably a, yeah. a, a, this a one, reasonable critic score for this one. Probably at least seven or eight mil hundred million dollars. I'm not going to get my hopes that high, <laughs> but, uh, but there is thing. really that. Those were my one, two that I was going back and forth on. Uh, I, okay. Um, I just, I wonder if the world is getting, um, superhero fatigue, the I Avengers films that, have not. One of I've the Marvel films every year. Every year they're in the top four, but they're never at the top. Right. And so, but I also see I like critics right saying, saying this is the top. Is it going to be this one? I don't know. Well, this is the one where you're getting Guardians of the Galaxy. Every character that's appeared in any Marvel film, all in one. Okay. So all there's right. a fan of any of them. They're coming for this one. Well, one film that has been at the top uh, every time it's shown up practically is um, Jurassic whatever. And so I'm going with uh, Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom as my number two. Wow. That was down in my mid-20s. Really? <laughs> because uh, critics were not huge fans of this one, okay. or, or of the first one. And again, I guess I think I'm going to scare tell critics. You, I was not a huge fan of that movie. But uh, and we'll I think see. I know I, what you're going to pick for your number four. <laughs> or are you thinking another Marvel movie? Uh, no. Oh, because it's another Marvel movie. I'm taking Black oh. Panther. Oh, okay, good. Because there's huge buzz on that one. It looks real good. And uh, like it, it's uh, tracking. I mean, it's it's coming out in February, I think. And the, and the yeah. tracking, I'm already seeing Sebastian saying this is going to be one of Marvel's big ones. I don't think, I don't know if they've finished the edit yet. Um, I have heard, I, I, I think there was word that the long edit that they need to trim down was over four hours. They're like, <laughs> yes. we, we need to cut this but that's, down, I mean, that, but that, Those, those stories get released standard. every single time that, like, oh, the initial cut is four hours. And that's like, the rough cut is every scene that you filmed, there's a version yeah. of that scene in there. That's the rough cut. Sure. Uh, and so everything is like, those scenes get cut in half time-wise and whole scenes get lifted out. So I'm not worried about an initial cut of four hours. I think Black Panther is going to make a boatload of money, and I think it's probably going to have a huge critic score. So I think that's a good pick. I'm, I'm excited for that movie. 
Yeah. So um, I'm intrigued. Are you, are you picking the one you thought I was going to? Which I am. Pick? I am picking Incredibles two. Oh, uh, that, that for was my <laughs> next pick. Um, I just I feel like there's really no competition for it in mm-hmm. the summer, and which is uh, kind of weird. I think it's highly anticipated, and I just think it's going to make a lot of money. I think it's going to make a lot, a lot of money. And if it's anything like the first one, it's going to be good. So, uh, I think I, I, I'm anyway. All right, well, I'm bet on that horse. I'm having a little debate right now because that was my next pick. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do I want after this? Hey, I, I feel like I need to diversify some because in, in my potential picks, I, there's still several other superhero films, but I, I don't want to just put all my eggs in the superhero basket. <laughs> That's what I did last year. And uh... <laughs> All right. I am going to pick. Um, ugh, I feel like this may be a little high, but I'm still going to do it right now. Uh, Spielberg returning to blockbuster filmmaking and something that is just going to be fueled with all sorts of nostalgia. I'm taking ready player one. Oh, that is. Uh, that- okay. All right. I, I, I feel like it could be early. It, it was... That was my number nine pick. Okay. And what are we on right now? Uh, six. Okay. So. Hey, um, I'm taking, there has to be one of these films is going to, one of these rated R films is going to make a bunch of money and I'm going on uh, Deadpool 2. <laughs> That's what I just slid out for uh, Ready Player One. I'm like, oh, I should probably shouldn't take Deadpool 2. <laughs> because... <laughs> so I, I'm with one you. made a lot that. of money its first, uh, in, in, in its, its year, so. I think yeah, it, I think it definitely did. Also, okay, you're up. Uh, for my next one, I'm going to take uh, return to the world of Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, where did I have that? Oh, I had that way down. Why? <laughs> um, okay. Like, why did I take it where I did, or why did you have it way down? <laughs> I'm not sure which way to take. No, it. well, the first Fantastic Beast film did not do uh, as I went. I went back and looked at how it had performed, and it did not do well. What was its, its uh, box office? It was not great. Oh, I, I, for, in my mind, it was like a 200 million. Um, let's see. Wrong. Yearly. Was it 2016? Yeah, I think so. I could be wrong on that. Like it I was, was just going off memory. 234 million. Uh, that's the top 10. It was number 12. Oh, okay. So I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm way out of bounds with the late I, top 10. And I think that the sequel on this one is probably going to do better than the first one. Cause they have the proof of concept. Like I, I wasn't excited to see the first one. I'm a little more excited to, I enjoyed it enough that I'm like, I kind of want to go see the second one. I actually quite liked Newt's commander as protagonist. Yeah. Cause he's so different from our usual mm-hmm. adventure protagonist sure uh truth be told i have still never seen still never seen fantastic piece and i don't know why like i haven't been actively avoiding it i just have not seen it it's not in the red box Uh, that that would do it (laughs) okay now it's getting interesting all right i'm going with uh my pick which is now number nine i'm going with ant-man and wasp okay i had that one in my top 10 to to take so I, I liked Ant Man, and it was. I remember when Ant Man ended. I thought I want to watch Ant Man and Wasp, and I'm glad that they've made it, and I want to see it, and I I want to see it do well. So I, I respect that pick. I don't know what to expect from that movie, like at all. I just don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh-huh. Although there have been like production photos and eventually Lily got into really good shape. Her arms look tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be worth at least a, a, I don't know, something. <laughs> <laughs> something that'll help you out in this box office, something fantasy box office. Yep. All right. Um, I'm going to take a bit of a flyer on this one. I think this is one that's either going to do great or it's just going to come and go. And everyone's going to be like, do you remember when that came out? And I'm trusting. I mean, maybe this is a little early for this, but I, I think it could be the doing really well. I'm going to take a wrinkle in time. Ooh. Okay. That was my number 11 pick. So we're not too far off there. Okay. So. Like, my, I see the trailers and I think that looks really intriguing, but I'm not sure how much excitement there is. But my daughter saw it for like 10 seconds in the background and she's like, what is that? I have to go see it. <laughs> so I'm hoping that audience really latches onto it. It's such I a mean, good you, book, you guys, but it's, it's really so weird. It is so weird. And the trailer looks weird. Uh, so it is a good adaptation thus far. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my concern about that film is that I just, I know that, it's got to be tough to make a great film out of that book. And I feel like I don't, know, I didn't, I don't trust that they, <laughs> they can do it, that they can pull it off, but maybe they can. Um, okay. Oh man. All right. Uh, then I'm going to go uh, off on a limb on this one and I'm going to pick the Nutcracker in the four realms, <laughs> which is a live action Disney film. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's coming out in december and i think you know it's december uh it's a live action disney film it looks a the the tone looks like alice in wonderland which did huge when they did the live action alice in wonderland so i uh anyway i'm going for it yeah i i had that on my yeah i I really liked that trailer yeah it too and the music's Uh, beautiful and you think man maybe maybe it'll get a great uh a great critic score and and a bunch of people will go see it over the holidays and Mm I will say, if you have Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite, you do not need to layer wahs over it when you're making a trailer. <laughs> Inception. Like Orange. Yes, and they did the Inception wah every time they put like a, a cast member's name. You know, I'm like, just just play the Nutcracker Suite. That's really all you need. <laughs> and it's trailers are really addicted to the film in December. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. At least. Uh, at the moment, <laughs> it's not. I won't be shocked if he moves it back to December because they say Star Wars works in December and we're still editing this thing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I mean, by now, they would have already announced a, a release date shift, I think, if they were moving solo. Right. Okay, well, that's my that's my number 11. Okay. Uh, I It's tempting that I could have, if I could have taken this as the 11th pick, but I'm going to take Ocean's 8 at number 12. Oh, I think that's a good pick. The uh, this is uh, for anyone who hasn't seen the trailer or heard about it yet. It is um, set in the Ocean's Eleven universe. This is Danny Ocean's sister, played by Sandra Bullock, uh, putting together a team to perform a heist and heist films. It's been a while since we've had a really good heist film. And when we do get good heist films, people tend to like them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good I think that's a strong pick. Um, I am going for, this is my number 13. I'm going for New Mutants. Oh, and that was my next Another pick. horror film. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a blending, uh, Fox with their, uh, with their X-Men, which are, you know, Marvel comics, but they're not the Marvel film universe, but they've been trying uh-huh. to blend genres a lot more recently. Now re-owned by 
well, to be reowned once uh, a years of a yeah, year's it, worth it, of government like regulations get sorted may, out. Maybe up to eighteen months of <laughs> legal finagling. But so Logan was uh, like a hard. I mean, it was an R-rated western. Uh, Deadpool was an R-rated comedy, and with New Mutants, they're doing superhero horror. It seems like. Um, so yeah, but that was gonna be one of my uh, my picks. I do have a few horror films sprinkled in here. I feel uh, like New Mutants like... has potential to really like uh, break breakthrough. Yeah, I, oh, I agree with that. All right, my next pick is uh, we we haven't really uh, well, I guess you have Incredibles too, but uh, last year I I, did, I took several uh, animated films to try and shore up the the kind of constant hundred plus million <laughs> that they seem to are if emoji movie can earn 80 million even if it's only three percent with the, the critics i'm going to trust that wreck it ralph 2 can earn more than 80 uh, million that's for me pick. that's a good one okay that one of your favorite movies one. is wreck it ralph i i love i really like wreck it ralph yeah i think that's a strong pick i i watch it less and less because the emotional beats still hit hard and so i'm like <laughs> oh but there's that emotional part and it's gonna make me feel bad <laughs> But then it'll make me feel good. I've only seen so it I, once. I, I was only able to half pay attention because I think my daughter was like four at the time and she was just crawling all over me. <laughs> like trying to watch it. No, sit down and watch the movie. We chose this one because you would like it. And the next thing I know, she's on my head. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't have. Do I even have any children's movies? Yeah. No, I have well, you Deadpool. Took Incredibles too. I have Deadpool and New Mutants. Oh, I did take Incredibles too. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take Hotel Transylvania 3 just to sort of okay. yeah. um, fill that out. So that's my number. That's number 15. All right. Um, it was right around here, I think, last year that you took Dunkirk, uh, which turned into a top 10 performer for uh-huh. you. And I'm going to do a similar thing with uh, kind of a, a director who's made a name for himself uh, doing a, a real uh, a true true life adaptation. I'm going to be taking First Man, which is uh, the story of Neil Armstrong. And it's uh, directed by what is the name of the director who got robbed from... Uh, uh, oh, La La the Land. Oscars? Yes. Um, uh, like, all of a sudden, it, 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 he was a meme for like the birth yeah. of the supervillain. Because his movie was announced as best picture, and then it got taken away. Oh. <laughs> he was on stage. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, he's, but it, he, this is the one with Ryan Gosling. It's the La yeah. La Land director. Yeah, the La La Land yeah. and the Whiplash director um, doing okay. doing Neil Armstrong. So I'm, I'm hoping to kind of hit that sweet okay. spot of well-told, real-life story uh, you know, from a director who's who's building a reputation. So. That was I mean, not even he, in my top 40. He's no Christopher <laughs> Nolan. But I, I think he's he is making a name for himself. It probably should have been, but it but it wasn't. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Um, I'll go ahead and take this. I'll take it now. Um, it's uh, I'm going to take Pacific Rim. Oh, I had oh. that right around here. So I'm so excited for that. I love the first Pacific Rim. I think and a I'm lot just of excited. Really did. I I just find it really pleasant and enjoyable and straightforward. There's just a lot of things that really just work for me um, from an enjoyment factor. And and they just translate this giant robot genre for the first time in a, in a way that I was like, yeah, I'm enjoying that as an adult. <laughs> this is this is where we're in like kind of dangerous territory because. Pacific Rim comes out on March 23rd and Ready Player One comes out on March 30th. So if Ready That's Player really One is early. really good, if Ready Player One is really good, then Pacific Rim is not going to do great. Well, I think most of the people that are going to, that are planning to go see Pacific Rim are either going to go see it 
anyway, whether it's before or after Ready Player One, <laughs> or are going to see it right away. So yeah. I don't think you're going to cut into their profit margin much. You're not getting a lot of like casual attendees for Pacific Rim, I suspect. I think the Venn diagram of heavy fan interest in Pacific Rim, Uprising, and Ready Player One, that's a heavy overlap. That's a, that's <laughs> a lot of so far. <laughs> so I think, okay. I think a lot of people are going to go see two movies within a month. All yeah. right, that's my number 17. All right, I'm going to swing back. Oh, yeah, I'm going to swing back to the superhero genre. I'm going to take X-Men Dark Phoenix. Okay. That's, I, that's I mean, we have very little info on that one. Yeah, and uh, X-Men Apocalypse was not good. Oh, no, it was, <laughs> it was not. not good at all. <laughs> the X-Men franchise is remarkably uneven. <laughs> There's yeah. some highs, some mid-ground, and quite a few lows. Uh, <laughs> and I'm hoping this one is shooting up to a high. <laughs> It's such a good story. I mean, the comic is outstanding, but we should we should pencil that in for the, uh, uh, when that's coming out. We yeah. should talk the nineties oh, yeah, cartoon it. adaptation of Dark Phoenix Saga was fantastic. Yeah, I just I feel like I, we got burned so bad with um, Apocalypse that I'm, gonna be I'm, just, very not, I'm not interested in going into that universe really. Uh, yeah. So I had it low. I had it twenty ninth overall. Okay. So okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Maze Runner. Oh, okay. I think that uh, one is hurt because people have kind of forgotten it exists because the production was delayed for well over a year when the uh, the main actor got hit by a car on set doing a stunt. And I think he broke his skull. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was a long recovery. <laughs> it was a very long recovery. And so, uh, like, so I, I mean, you know, my my little uh, research that I did today, the there was some buzz about it. It okay. was on everybody's list of like films to look yeah. for this year. And uh-huh. the first Maze Runner films made quite a bit of money. So, yeah. So that's a uh, number 19 overall. I have not seen any of them. I, I, I don't think it's a uh, yeah, I, I think it can p- completely make money. I just had a little lower because I, I was worried about momentum loss for the franchise. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a horror film. That is going to be released around Halloween. Uh, it seems to be that's when it was released this year. So I'm going to be taking, I don't know what number of remake this is of Halloween. Ah, okay. <laughs> but Halloween around Halloween, I think that's destined to make 100 million plus. So I'm going to, I'm going to take it now. Fingers okay. crossed that the critics like it. Yes, exactly. It's like, you never know with the critics. That's the thing with the horror genre too. As I was looking into it, like this year, Get Out and It, it I, they were both very well received by the critics and made tons of money, would have helped us out in our 2017 box office. But there were a lot of horror films that are like 20% with the critics and right. yeah, they make 80 million to 150 million, but with only 20% of the take, that's not as significant. Okay. Um, well, you can have that one and I will take the horror film, The Nun, which is coming out in November, which a lot of people are talking about and saying looks really good. So... That'll be 21 overall. I'm not sure what to expect with that name. (laughs) The Nun. It's part of a, uh, it's part of a horror universe that, uh, is it The Conjuring? Uh, I think so. Like really well. And apparently there's like a nun in a window in one of the films. And this is the movie about that nun or something like that. Gotcha. Sounds terrifying. And there is no way you could not pay me enough money to go see this movie. (laughs) But, <laughs> uh, I mean, but none, none of us see a lot of horror a lot of films. We'll go and see this film. I mean, all right. Yeah. The part of me that wants yeah. to win this game wants a lot of people to go and watch this film. <laughs> the part of me that want, that is concerned about people's uh, like psychological welfare does not want a lot of people to go and watch this film. <laughs> 
All right. I'm going to uh, early on. You took a franchise that tends to do fairly well. This one doesn't do quite as well, but it's still a long running franchise at this point. I'm going to take Mission Impossible 6. Uh, yes, there's another Mission Impossible movie film. coming out starring Henry Cavill and his mustache. <laughs> yes, it's now <laughs> it's, 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 CGI <laughs> mustache. Well, CGI'd off mustache for Justice CGI'd League. Off mustache, that's right. Well, and, and apparently, so the Mission Impossible okay, hold on. filming. Let's got... reset this for, okay. for our listeners who don't know. Justice League, the film that came out in November of 2017, Todd's pick, underperformed a little bit with the critics. Uh, but uh, partway through filming, uh, there was very sad uh, situation with Zack Snyder, the director of Justice League. His daughter committed suicide and he actually left the project. Um, and Joss Whedon took over. And when Joss Whedon took over, they had more than the normal number of reshoots because he was tweaking the tone a bit. Um, and when it was time for some of the reshoots, Henry Cavill was over filming Mission Impossible 6 and he has a mustache in Mission Impossible 6. So uh, Warner, Warner Brothers, Warner Warner Brothers Paramount. asked Paramount, can we have him back? And they said yes. And they said, well, can he shave his mustache to be Superman? And Warner, And Paramount said no. <laughs> and and they said, but what if we pay to have it like CGI'd on? And they said no. <laughs> and word is they spent more than a million dollars. I've heard somewhere between fifteen and fifty million dollars on the CG process to remove his mustache. Yeah. And and I've not see, yet seen Justice League, which blows my mind that there's a movie with Batman and Superman that I have not seen yet. That, that's surprising to me. Uh, it just wasn't a priority <laughs> this holiday season. Didn't get out <laughs> to it. Um, but. Word is that it looks a little weird to audiences. The the CGI lip, yeah. upper lip. But here's the other thing. The Mission Impossible filming at some point was delayed for three months. I think it was a so Tom injury. So he could have shaved his mustache oh, and grown it back during the interim. But it was after <laughs> the deal that. had already been made. Yeah, so... Uh, I want to see him in his Superman suit and his mustache. That's what People I want. People desperately want those behind-the-scenes images. Yeah, there, there must be tons of those behind-the-scenes <laughs> photos, so and obviously the video, the video yeah. exists because. But I mean, people are going to go see Mission Impossible just for the mustache. <laughs> At this point, they, that mustache is the star. <laughs> All right, that was a good pick. That was actually the next one on my list. Um. All right, I'm going. We're on number twenty-three now overall. So um, just over halfway. Yeah. Oh, I've got three films here that I'm trying to decide between. I bet you can pick at least two of them. Um, <laughs> uh, hang on one second. This can is I the just... point where where you and I start saying films, and everyone's like, "That's not that's not where I had that." <laughs> We've already done that some, but I think I know. From I, here I, on I out, picked them way out of order. Uh, from here on out, I think it's gonna be like, "Oh, interesting." <laughs> it's gonna be our reaction a lot of the time. I know. All right, I'm going to pick um, the commuter. Which oh, that's the um, comes out like next Liam weekend. Neeson continuing his oh. action film streak. Yes, just after a, after a snowplow, yeah, uh, movie. Did that one come out? I don't know. I just remember seeing it announced, and I read the summary. I was like, "That's a bad movie." <laughs> twenty three. That's number twenty three. Yeah, and so uh, I think overall. that's uh, going to make some money here. Okay, that's Liam Neeson as a commuter on a train who gets hired out of the blue to kill someone. Oh, I, I remember seeing that trailer. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to go a different direction than Liam Neeson, action star, murder on a train. I'm going to go Holiday. There's an animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas coming out in 2018. Okay. From the same right. company that did Horton Hears a Who and The Lorax, they seem to have an okay track record adapting Dr. Seuss. That's and 24. I think 
uh, children's holiday themed movie has a chance to do it. It's been a while since we've actually had like a real kids Christmas movie out, yeah. right? At Christmas time. I'm trying to trying to well, think we of do have, uh, the Nutcracker coming out. That's this true. Year. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's a I think that's a pretty solid pick. All right, I'm going with. Um, we haven't picked any movies with The Rock yet, and I'm going with Rampage. <laughs> oh, it's coming out in April. I had Rampage right around here. <laughs> how many? How many does he have coming out next year? I only know Rampage for sure, which is based, if anyone was wondering, on the Sega video game. I believe it was on the Sega games. I know it wasn't on my game system, but sometimes I go to a friend's house, and it's uh, giant monsters bashing buildings. I don't know what yep. The Rock's role in the film is. It's, he's it not one like, of the monsters, yeah. as far as I can tell. I he's hope, he's, I a, hope uh, he's a scientist. I think he's a scientist, actually. He's a scientist. Like wild wildlife preservist kind of guy. Uh, yeah, more like a zookeeper has, than, a, like he than has a, a biologist. He has a friendship with an ape that then turns into a giant monster and uh, goes rampaging through the city. And then a bunch of animals do. And then the rock has to try to turn his raging monster good so that it will help him beat all the other raging monsters. All right. Then. Obviously. <laughs> I think that's what I, I you know, that's I what mean, I got I from mean, the trailer. That's what you, ca- if you're going to cast the rock for something, that's what you cast him for, isn't it? 25th overall. I mean, what else would you possibly cast him for? It's not like he's, it's not like he has any range. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or is one of the most beloved movie stars on the planet. Right. Right? I'm kind of waiting for his dramatic turn. All right. Because, uh, I, I look forward to his dramatic. I think turn. he's saving his dramatic turn I for real. I'm, I'm being facetious. I think The Rock is great. I know <laughs> he's he great. He's, he's fantastic. Things. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm not criticizing him at all. I think he does a great job. Well, I still remember. Uh, I think it was Roger Ebert when he was in the Mummy spinoff, The Scorpion King, or was that the Mummy mm-hmm. Three Scorpion King? Uh, no, it was, it was the second one. Okay, the second one. He that was, was well. His, so that was his so first. The The Scorpion King appeared in The Mummy Two or The Mummy Returns. And then the mummy three was something else. And then the Scorpion okay. King, I think he made two films with that. And then they cast other people for the direct to TV, possibly uh-huh. <laughs> sequels. <laughs> but I still remember Roger Ebert. I, it must've been for mummy Two. said like, this isn't a great movie, but the rock's going to be a movie star. <laughs> was, he's, he's like, he, he just jumps on the screen. And this was, he yeah. was coming from professional wrestling. He had never made a movie before. Mm-hmm. This was a role. And I, I'm pretty sure it was Roger Ebert said like, no, he's got it. He's got the charisma that he's going to be a movie star. And he was quite right. Yeah. yeah he's, he was. I mean, I I am kind of curious, like what The Rock makes on these movies each year, because he makes two or three yeah. movies a year. I'm sure he's he's, he's got to be oh, making pay- some good money. His paycheck has to be uh, over twenty million per film. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet he's a pretty good um, bang for your buck kind of actor in Hollywood. I bet he, I bet he makes good returns. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, you're up. All right, this is twenty six overall. I am going to take, let me just double check that we haven't skipped over anything. I definitely want. I'm going to take Creed 2. It's back on the schedule, guys. <laughs> <laughs> heading into production right. soon. Okay. <laughs> it's heading into production soon. They haven't even started producing it. <laughs> it has a release date late in the year. I double checked. Oh, I think it was, right. I think it was November. 26 overall. <laughs> Okay. You know, if, if this movie doesn't come out, so help me, <laughs> I get it for free. <laughs> the bonus pick for me. If you, if you pick it twice, <laughs> you get it the third time for free. Oh, wow. All right. Um, oh. 
It's so funny because I spent probably five hours today looking at trailers and making this <laughs> list and slaving over. Did you check the? Did you check like the uh, bus scores for like how many times the trailers have been viewed or or the action on I their did. IMDb? Yeah, users? I did. Yeah. And then yeah. I and then I had like this formula and I and I pulled up averages and put everything in order and now I'm like totally picking things out of order. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. I'm going with uh, Venom. Oh, I had that coming up soon. That's twenty seventh overall. This is um, uh, Star Wars. It's a Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man villain. It's film. hard to say exactly what it is Nobody's going to quite be. Sure, because um, Sony has the rights to Spider Man, but they made a deal to um, produce some Spider Man films in conjunction with Marvel. That's why Spider or Iron Man appeared in Spider Man Homecoming, and why Spider Man is going to be in Avengers Infinity War. Mm. But this Venom thing is part of Sony's rights that they own to all the Spider-Man Marvel Spider-Man related characters with Marvel, but it's not going to feature Tom Holland or even hint that he exists in this universe. It's the word. Yeah. It's completely separate from their Marvel crossover deal. So I'm just, it's a superhero film. Superhero films generally make boatloads of money. I mean, it's, it's I guess it's sort of a superhero film. Anyway, I'm going to go for it. Okay. Todd, based on your description of your algorithms and uh, like your plans and everything, I can't wait till one year one of you is just going like full gut reaction and the other one of you is going full money ball <laughs> and just like I'm doing just statistics. What is going to statistically get me the best score with money? It's ratio. hard. It's really I'll tell you what. It's really hard to find. I mean, uh, like on IMDb, you can find people's lists, but it's just guys like us making a list and saying, well, I think this is going to make a lot of money. And so <laughs> and then you can find some. um you know, like critics that will put up lists, but they don't, they don't rank them. They'll just say, these are 30 films that I think are going to be great in the 2018. And then you can kind of make of that what you will. So, I mean, I don't think there's really science behind it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Maybe I think, I think maybe this is an an overcorrection based on us completely omitting, omitting horror films last year, but I'm going to take another horror film. Uh, I'm going to take Slender Man right now. Slender Man. That's not even on my list. I, uh, there was one other. I saw a trailer today of a movie I did not know was coming out. And I almost took that one. It's it's another kind of horror film one. Uh-huh. And it's coming out soon. Uh, but I'm going to save it in my back pocket. Maybe like one of my last pick, Hail Marys, at the end of this. It's, it's going to be that other one. I was debating doing Slender Man or that one. I know Slender Man has taken some heat from the family of one of the girls that was involved in the real life incident. Well, it's a, so Slender Man, for anyone who doesn't know, it is a completely like invented mythology of the last decade. Like someone or so, yeah, started internet age. A, an internet urban legend about Sl- Slender Man, but it is kind of like the chupacabra it's taken a life uh, on a life fully of its own including the very sad real life stabbing of yeah. uh, of a girl uh in minnesota that was related to the mythology around slender man i think it was in minnesota i may have the state wrong, terrible. it's it was a i mean like slender if you, man look, is, if you it, look up it's a the mythology yeah and 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 that event itself it, like if you look up that information you will not have a happy time yeah i will not i will not be doing that tonight <laughs> Okay, so we're on number 29 overall, and I am going to go... I'm going to go with that Jennifer Lawrence film, Red Sparrow. 
I had that in my like in, in the bin of like maybe at the end pull that one out because I don't I saw the trailer attached to Star Wars and like I don't know what that move what to make of this I, I, yeah, I just didn't I didn't get that trailer I I didn't see that one surprised they showed that trailer for a, a Star Wars film seems a it, little I had it was opening weekend I had so many trailers <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of trailers right. attached to that Star so Wars that's, film uh, twenty nine overall it's a uh, it's, right. it's Jennifer Lawrence as a as basically as um, Natasha. Uh, Black Widow. Yeah, as Black Widow. Russian uh, assassin school, ballet school that's really teaching assassins. It's Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think basically a rated R Black Widow. She's, fall, she's starting to fall out of favor, I think. Yeah, it's inevitable. It's, uh, the it's a fact. It'll be the cover uh, story. <laughs> yeah. We know the cycle. <laughs> I am going to take um, another franchise that I hope like there'll be some good momentum behind the franchise. They're redoing or I don't know if it's a redo or another sequel, but there's a Predator movie coming out. I'm going to take the Predator movie. Okay. Um where is my Predator? There he is. Uh Joe 30. Okay. Um I'm going to take this Mortal Engines film that I saw trailer for that and I had no idea what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's number thirty-one overall. I it's, think it's it's um, it's uh it's Peter Jackson's first uh directed film since The Hobbit. Is he directing? I thought he was just a producer on it. Is he producing it? I I I didn't look into it. Anyway, it has I a just full saw his trailer, name. and it, it's apparently based on a book that is really popular that I have not read, and um, it looks really interesting. It, I, I mean, there's a few films this year that are like big name directors and producers making things that have not been made into films before. And which this is one of them and it could be great and it could be terrible, but it's coming out in December. There's not a lot of competition uh, for it except for the nutcracker. So, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with it, but I figured I'd take a, take a stab. Okay. It's number 31. Um, so all right. if it underperforms, uh, it won't underperform by more than nine. <laughs> I, it's always I'm feeling uh, like I, I I'm playing it a little safe by doing so many franchise ones, but I'm going to take Paddington two. <laughs> okay, <laughs> number thirty two. I think first Paddington like it did surprisingly well with critics and at the box office. Yeah, and I so hopefully uh, there's been some goodwill built up. Where are you? Ben? And I think that's an early one. Last year in 2017. Todd built up a huge early lead just because my first film didn't come out to like May or something. <laughs> like, just by the the uh, the release calendar, Todd had a huge lead. Then I can't. Uh, it was uh, Beauty and the Beast. Maybe that was April or uh, last year. But uh, that got me back into it. But then Todd built up another huge lead, basically until Star Wars came out. <laughs> so for my psychological well being, I want a couple early films. So it's oh, my it's my uh, Liam Neeson action film versus your. Teddy Bear film. Paddington. Teddy Bear, yes. <laughs> Which I believe has Hugh Grant uh, overacting as a scene chilling scene chewing villain. <laughs> All right. Um let's see, what have we got left here? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pick Aquaman. Oh, I cannot believe that, that was nobody's picked Aquaman. That was gonna be my next pick. <laughs> I forgot that movie was coming out. Oh man. All right. Uh, that's thirty three overall. I can't imagine it doing much better than that, but. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Justice League? No. Okay. I was going to ask if he, if he, he made an impression on you, but no, no, no. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's 33 over. We see we got seven picks left. Yep. Yeah. And I've got a little, 
How many more? Right, maybe we'll go more. You, maybe you we'll go 50 this time. All right. Maybe more uh, than I'm taking down from, like, I had some unnumbered ones at the bottom where it's like, maybe pull this one out. I'm going to go ahead and pull one of those out. It's um, a uh, Will Ferrell comedy. He's teamed with, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the actor. He has a very distinctive face. Uh, he was he Owen was, Wilson. No, he's in uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. He was the the, the Nova Corps guy that had the, the family at the end. Oh. Um, I know he's, he, yeah. he was nominated for Best Actor back in uh, Chicago. I, or he, best he, he, actor. he was in with uh, Will Ferrell and Step Brothers. Yes. I can't remember his name. We'll, we'll look this up in a second, listeners. Some of you are shouting this out. Nick English. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you. Uh, but they are making Holmes and Watson, a comedic take on Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, I was I was looking at something. Um, Holmes and Watson. That was not on my list. Okay, let me just go double check that actor's name. It's uh, he's Rick at Ralph. I should know. He has a huge range too. Like he does so many interesting choices. He was in Kong in his Skull career. Island. Yeah. Uh, he is John C. Riley. <gasps> That's it. Huge range as an actor too, and he's so distinctive and unique when you see yeah. him. Yeah, like it's great voice. He has such a great voice and look. When does let me come out. If you're looking at Mary Poppins 2, it's December 25th. I am it's not, not looking at Mary Poppins 2. <laughs> That's, I mean, that would be a risky. <laughs> it's just so, like, it's not like December 15th we were worried about, but December 25th, you're really, it has six days to make that money. So are we going to do, how many films are we going to do? We're going to do, is we going to stick at 40? I'm, or I'm okay going up to 50 uh, and get 25 each. Okay, yeah, um, my next film is going to be Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. <laughs> That was in my grab bag. I love Mamma Mia. Just the, the I, I just really enjoy that movie. I feel like we I haven't do, picked many I've, films I've, even like this so far. Yeah. So there's well, not a lot of films like this. Yeah, there's not a lot of musicals on the on the release schedule for next year, Todd. Nope. There and, are. and even fewer musicals like Mamma Mia. I think you have picked the musical on the release schedule for next year. Actually, I haven't. Uh, Mary oh, there's Mary Poppins too, but that one's I have that one in my grab bag, but it doesn't come out until Christmas Day next year, and that just feels six days to make that <laughs> money. Yeah, I, I don't have confidence in in taking that. I mean, but it it could be two hundred million. In the, in the six days. Yeah. yeah, it could be 200 million at 90 something percent. And that one is music written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Big yeah. Yep. No, and he's uh, co-starring, you know, in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's on the list. Somebody's going to take it at some point. Yeah. It's, it's in my grab bag. Uh, number of films. All right. I am going to go. What number are we at now? 36. 36. All right. I am going to take Hellboy. Hellboy, new Hellboy movie coming out with I believe it's, it's the sheriff from uh, uh, yeah Harbor from uh, Stranger Things is is playing Hellboy. He has changed it's, his body it's filmed. from his dad bod of the sheriff to be it's a, a superhero. So they're they're just editing it, so it's ready to go. <laughs> or well, it it will be ready to go. I I'm surprised how little we know about it, considering it's done filming. Yeah. Okay, I then am going. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna totally overshoot on the horror films this year because we got beat up. We got beat by them last year. Uh, I'm going with Annihilation, and it's gonna be a bad year for him. Annihilation is this film with um, Adme Amidala. What's her name? Natalie Portman. Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. Thank you. Oh, that's the sci-fi one. It's a we sci-fi saw horror too. one. Yep. Uh, so with an all women team, I'm guessing there's something going on with Y chromosomes that require the women to enter. There's there's like this dimensional bubble yeah, that yeah. opens, and there's a team of all women that go in. So I it assume something's really going on with Y chromosomes. Trippy. It just looks wild. Um, yeah, 
and because uh, the uh, animals because yeah. they, they they say we sent in a number of teams and no one comes out and then they send in a team of all women so I, i'm assuming some women win i mean it doesn't look out. like it goes great for them either yeah yeah no <laughs> there there's still gonna be some issues <laughs> yeah all right so todd disney has this thing and i've been scared to pick this but we're deep enough in the game they're gonna do it where on the same date that they have scheduled the release of nutcracker mm-hmm. they have also released or scheduled the release of their live action Mulan. I'm anticipating one of those shifting. I just hope it stays within 2018, but I'm going to take the live action Mulan. Joseph, I am going to, I'm going to tell you right now, I mean, that film is not going to be produced this year. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's like, not going to come I out am, this year. Disney, if I, like if I a week ago, Joseph Disney too. announced the release, the release schedule and it had both Mulan and, uh, right. and Nutcracker on the same date in November. If you want it, you can I'm have it. Saying, if, if, like I, I don't know if we can warn Joseph off they, and he can cast. get an alternate pick. They have cast the lead, and that's it. No, I think they've cast everyone, haven't they? No, I, not that I'm aware of. They have cast a lead I, actress. I looked in, as far as I know and done zero film. I looked into this. I, I thought it was fully cast today, into heading into production. There was nothing there. It, it. I'm really confident that it's not going to come out this year, but you can have it if you want. Which, which no, reminds no, me. I may back off now. Which, which reminds me. Keep this, keep this in for the audience. When, no. when is the live action Aladdin supposed to come out? No, that's 2019. Cause that one's filming. I know, but they, so they should definitely get that one out before <laughs> Mulan. Uh, I, I, I think, uh, maybe, maybe I'm going to pull this pick guys. <laughs> I was already, I, 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 I think this I had would red be flags. your creed too. I had the red flags because of the, the same release date from the same studio. Yeah. Like that's really weird. Yep. It's, Especially when it's, you know, female lead probably targeting the same audience. They're not going to pull the Nutcracker. The Nutcracker already has a trailer and it's filmed. It's, it's done. It's doing yeah. reshoots with a new director right now. Yeah. It's, it's, they're not going to pull the Nutcracker. But did you see the, the, the director didn't return for the reshoots? Oh, really? Because <laughs> oh. he's moved on to another project. Oh, a, different, a different director's doing oh. reshoots right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so are you, are you pulling that yeah, one? Yeah, I'm going to pull that one. Never mind. Okay. Scratch. Scratch the live action Scratch Mulan. Mulan. Now it's if gonna it comes out, it's going to make like five hundred million dollars. And I'm going to lose by what? I mean, obviously, obviously, Todd's not going to pick it, so it's going to be a wash for both of you. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I I looked into it today. If I had any confidence that it was going to be produced, it would have been on the list of things to pick. So I think, I think, can we just say it's off the list? Okay, uh, we'll, we'll pull that. But one. if it comes out, then I get all that money. Okay. <laughs> To go up against the billions that you guys have. <laughs> All right. All right. Then I am going to go with, oh, uh, you know, which one of these that I have in my grab bag pile here at the end? Uh, I am going to go with Winchester. Winchester. That's the one I saw trailer for today. Okay. I didn't even know it was coming out. It's a horror film set in the Winchester mansion. Oh, uh, so it's, it's, it's a crazy place. It's inspired by the Winchester Mansion, but they're doing full supernatural horror with it. If you're unfamiliar with the Winchester Man- Mansion, I think we may have talked about this on the podcast at some point. If, if not, at least go find the episode of lore about it. Cause yeah, it's uh, the widow of the man who invented the Winchester rifle uh, made lots of money. Uh, so, so she's extremely wealthy, but she became convinced that the ghosts of everyone who had been killed by a Winchester rifle was going to come for her and her children. So she built this during her entire life, she never stopped building a sprawling mansion with which had like with a number of architects. Yeah, with different architects coming in on the project, there'd be hallways that led nowhere, rooms that you couldn't actually get into, and it was just to confuse ghosts. Well, was the whole point of this yeah. of this mansion that she and, and she was she kept adding on to it, never you know during her entire life. And the the Winchester Mansion still exists, but uh, so and this is a did, horror film with she... Helen Mirren as 
the Winchester widow. I think that's a good did, pick. Did she die there? Or am I, I, don't, I don't know that. Okay. But yeah, it's a weird place. You can go visit it. Yeah. I've been I've been there. I mean, I've been to the I've been by there. I haven't been inside. Yeah. Nothing could induce me. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm going with this James Cameron uh produced film Alita Battle yeah. Angel. Yes, I had that on my list That's too. Number 39 overall. I feel like there are more good films potential good films this year than there were last year, but I also feel like we're definitely missing some where we're going to have that list of our biggest misses. Okay. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be populated this year, even though we're going to go up to uh, to 50 films that we'll pick. All right. Uh, my next film, I'm going to take a family-friendly uh, Halloween-inspired film, Goosebumps Horror Land. So uh, it's a sequel, to, it's the, a sequel uh, to the Jack Black Goosebumps film. Which I did not see, but looked kind of fun. It was fun. My uh, my daughter saw it and she liked it, and she said she was like identifying how they were setting up a sequel. Is it called Goosebumps <laughs> Horrorland? Yeah. Okay. Um, that is number forty. All right, so we're sure going to get five more picks here. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll go ahead and. Oh, do I want to pick that now? Oh, yeah. So many bad films to choose from. <laughs> You have a grab bag at the bottom too. Where it's like, eh, if I got to pick something, I'll take that. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. Um, what am I going to do here? Shoot. Okay, uh, I'm going to pick Bumblebee, the Transformers movie. <laughs> that is uh, being directed by the director of our next uh, story we're talking about on the protagonist podcast. The director of Kubo and the Two Strings well, that's is going to be good because uh, Kubo and the Two Strings is good. It's so amazing. We're talking about that next week, listeners. Uh, but he, it's his first live action film. It's going to be Bumblebee. All right. Well, that's number now 41. I'm really interested in what happened. All right. Um, I am going to take... Okay. I saw this title. I was like, I don't know that. I looked into it. It's a CGI film. I didn't necessarily recognize the company. Nothing stood out where I'm like, oh, that company. But the premise made me so happy that I'm taking it right now. The film is called Smallfoot. It is the story of a child Yeti who believes he sees a legendary human and no other Yeti believes humans really exist. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. And he goes, he goes on a search to find the small foot, it's the legendary small foot. Small foot. <laughs> yes. That's so great. Uh, I'm going to scratch that one from my list. Not small foot. That sounds, a different that one. sounds exactly that, awesome. Once you hear the premise, you're like, okay, for a kid's movie, that, that is great. Like that. That, that is perfect. That sounds cute. Um, I am going to pick... The Meg. It's <laughs> I had that one on my list. I almost chose that last. All right, so the Meg. This is Jason Statham fighting a giant shark. Yeah, it's like a mega shark called the Meg. Yeah, based a, on a, a, novel. a megalodon. Yeah, a megalodon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I mean, like, is he is he in a submarine with robot my, punching arms? No what, what scenario is this? <laughs> my understanding like from gadget. the synopsis I read. <laughs> Is that there is a submarine with innocence trapped in the ocean? The megalodon is circling it for some reason. Jason Statham goes in to it's save. Just in scuba gear, what's I don't he know. got? I don't, here? I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> he's, Does he's he have to sink a tanker ship just to get down there? What's... Look, if this was the Rock, would you be asking these questions? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's kind of a good point, I guess. <laughs> All right, but I mean, but he's not the Rock. He's not. No. Okay, that was forty three overall. You're up. 
All right. So only a few picks left. All right. This is, uh, I think this is the point where I'm going to take a film that I, I feel confident in the critical reaction, even if I'm not sure what box office I'm going to get in only six days. I'm going to take the Mary Poppins uh, sequel. That was my next pick. I at, feel like you're going to... At this point in the game. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be your Star Wars. It's going to make two and a half, two, $250 million in six days, and then I'm going to live. Calm yourself, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know about that. I'm, a, I'm hoping for a late surge in the, you know, 70 million. That's, that's what I'm going to uh, pin my hopes on right okay. now. Uh, you know, uh, uh, an 88% Rotten Tomato score and 70 million at the box office in six days. Um, hang on a sec. Jot that down in notes next to it that I said 88% in Rotten Tomatoes. So <laughs> 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 I know how close I was. Joseph predicts. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take... Gosh, it's so hard to know which of these kinds of films are going to do well. I'm going to take a Sicario 2. Okay. As my 40, that's number 45. Okay. And the first one made 85 million and was a that's that's not nothing. critical success, uh, I think. Uh, so. we, yeah, unless you only have three percent on then it, then it then it then it equates to, to almost nothing in the in it this has game. a ninety the <laughs> original has a ninety three percent rotten tomato score, so No, I, I think that's a really good pick for where we're okay. at. Um All right, I am going to take um oh there's a couple Oh my goodness! I don't know what to do with these. <laughs> so I've got mm, a couple odd animated films that I think could become kind of <laughs> I think I know what you popular. Mean too. <laughs> uh, or there's a couple horror films I could still take a swing on, but I feel like I've done a lot of horror films. I've got two horror films left on my grab bag, and these two animated films. How many more picks do you have? Uh, three picks, right? Three picks. Yeah. Oh, and then there. Oh, maybe I should do this other one just because I know that. Oh, but it could be uh, King Arthur. King Arthur was not kind no, to me last year. <laughs> Are you, do you know about the one I'm talking about right now? Um, Are you talking about the Robin Hood? Yes, There's a new Robin yes. Hood one that's coming out next year. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm debating between the two kids films, the two horror films, or this Robin Hood, uh, another stab by Hollywood at, at making a, an enduring Hollywood uh, Robin Hood film. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Robin Hood. Ah, I shall. All right. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Uh, well, and then I'm going to take one of the kids' films and one of the horror films from my last. Okay. So, I, have, I have three picks. So I'll take Robin Okay, Hood. so that was 40... What number are we on? Six, that right? That was 46. Yep, 46. So, so yeah, we each have two picks left. Oh, man. All right, I'm going to take this um, this movie 12 Strong with uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the military. Yeah, one. it doesn't have a it doesn't have an early Rotten Tomato score, but I feel like these because it comes out in just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I right? feel like these soldier films, like one of them is gonna is gonna do well, and this one has Chris Hemsworth in it, and so you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, his last film did okay. Yeah, his last film did okay. So uh, anyway, that's my number forty-seven. All right, uh, my number forty-eight. I'm going to do one of these two odd uh, kids movies, animated films. I'm going to take Isle of Dogs, which is Wes Anderson's uh, in the style of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm-hmm. He directed that one. Uh, this is a really odd-looking. I don't film. know how to describe. I, it. I have no idea what to make of it. I've watched the trailer. I'm like, I don't know if that's going to find an audience. I don't know what critics will say about it. But it's we're Wes down An- at the bottom. It's Wes Anderson, so yeah. there will be an audience yes and, and we're down you know <laughs> picking be, our 50 near our 50th it will be film. an audience <laughs> um so I'm taking isle of dogs isle of dogs as number 48 
Okay, I'm going to take Spider-Verse. Oh, I oh. forgot that one. I had that one up higher and I forgot Wait about it. Oh, no. Oh, no. it in. Oh, that's a, that is a great pick, Todd. That, that is going to be probably the biggest over for performer. Oh, I'm going to call that yeah. one right now. All right. It, it picked at number 49. 49. This is an animated Spider-Man film uh, introducing the idea that there's multiple dimensions with different versions of Spider-Man in it, basically. And Miles Morales, who is a very popular comic book version of Spider-Man, besides Peter Parker, the you know, uh, he is uh, the protagonist of this one. And I saw the trailer for it. And I thought that's going to make money. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's got a really interesting uh, style yeah. to it. Like mm-hmm. uh, like definitely a lot of style to it. All right, we've got two. I it, for uh, is this my last pick? Is this, yeah, number, this 50? number fifty? This is it. This uh, is the whole game. All right, I've got two horror films that are both new chapters and franchises. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys the two. Uh, one of them is the new insidious movie insidious. The last key. The other one is one of my favorite titles. I may just take this on the title alone. The purge colon, the Island. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, both of those have had fairly successful runs as horror franchises so far. I think I'm going to take the purge colon the Island because of the name, the purge. So that's a prequel to the purge. Yes. Yes. All right. That was not okay. on my list. I believe list. it is ex- explaining the first purge. Do you want to bring out your dad and say any others that you had like jotted down as possibilities yes. that didn't make, I'll things? tell you, I had tomb Raider fairly high. Oh, I had that one. Oh, I did too. And uh, it kind of got lost in the shuffle along did. with uh, I think you guys are going to regret, regret that. Regret that. I saw the trailer long. today and I was like, oh, that doesn't look that great. But I mean, what do I know? I didn't like The Last Jedi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then my next one, my my next horror pick would have been The Strangers, which looks terrifying. Oh, I haven't seen that. One. I'm not familiar so with the tra- it. I'll set any. this up for you. Here's a, the trailer is um, there's a girl. She's sitting in a police a police car, and it's empty, and the lights are on, and it's raining outside. And um, I think it looks like like her makeup is smeared, like she's been crying or something. And a car pulls up to her, and with a guy with a creepy, creepy mask, and he rolls down the window, and the song is playing. I think we're alone now. You know that song? I think we're alone now. Yeah. That one. And he like turns it up as he looks over at her with this like creepy mask <laughs> it looked uh, pretty scary okay then <laughs> um and then i there's um i i really feel like one of these soldier movies is going to make a lot of money there's one called 517 to paris about guys on a train mm-hmm. um that i think stars the real guys that were I, I think they stopped a terror attack on a train or something and they were american soldiers and anyway um there's that one and then there's one called Seven Days in Entebbe, uh, which is about his Haven't heard Israel about that and um, and there it's like a rescue attempt of some people in Africa, and the Israelis have to send in their like special forces to get them out, and it looks um, interesting. And I think one of those, either one of those or Twelve Strong, is gonna do really well. And I went with Twelve Strong, but those were I think those okay. were kind of I mean there's there's other you know, films coming out, but none of them really jumped off the page yeah. at me. Barbie. I had, uh, the Teen Titans go movie that's going, uh, into theaters. Uh, Teen Titans go is a remarkably popular <laughs> cartoon network, um, series. Uh, then, uh, but that wasn't the other anime one I was, I was debating was early man, which is from the makers of Wallace. Oh and yeah. Uh, Ardman. 
I saw that. I saw that. But their their oh. big their live action films haven't had the same success as their their shorts. You know have. about Anne Hathaway, Hathaway in a Barbie movie? Okay, yeah, that was no. on my grab bag at the bottom. Uh, neither of you wanted Alpha, the story of the first dog. Oh yeah, that one. I wasn't clear what that movie. Interesting. Yeah. Also, I saw a trailer. I saw a trailer for that with Star Wars, and I just couldn't quite tell what I was watching. I think it's. I think it's about like it's supposed to be the story of the first man that befriended a wolf. And okay. started domesticating cool. dogs. I just read a weird news story about a Russian scientist in the Cold War who wanted to domesticate foxes, and it's finally paying off now. I've heard that domesticated foxes <laughs> start to look more and more like dogs. They like do. Their, their yes. ears flop well, down. They crossbred, with, they crossbred it with, with oh, other man. canines. That Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, other ones that I had on my list. Um, there is uh, a Freddie Mercury biopic called Bohemian Rhapsody that's coming oh, okay. out. Uh, but it it's having a troubled production right now. Uh, uh, Brian Singer was just kicked off uh, the production for numerous reasons. <laughs> bad, bad behavior on set and previously in his life, it seems uh, that he's been kicked off of that. So I kind of stayed away just because of troubled production made me a little worried. Um, there's that animated Peter rabbit with uh, James uh, Corden is the voice of Peter. Oh, really? Right. Uh, and yeah, I don't know how well that'll do, but I imagine it'll make some money. So I had that on a, a potential one. And then there's another, I know it's shocking, but there is another Medea family film coming out and those always manage to make, <laughs> make money, but the, the, the critics have become less enamored with them. So I stayed away because of the critic score. Uh, so those were some of the other ones that I had there. Oh, uh, <laughs> the other one that I just threw in the grab bag, like if we go really long, I'm going to take Sherlock gnomes. <laughs> Sherlock gnomes. People to know you and Juliet with uh, garden gnome, Sherlock Holmes, right. Sherlock Gnomes, uh, but I didn't. You know, I, I'm happy with what we uh, what we ended up with. Cool, and we've got a lot of films, so uh, so it'll be it'll be fun to keep track of these. And we have a new plan to help us keep track of these and to help keep our listeners posted, uh, and also to help us to be better about scheduling. Uh, quick cast. We are going to once a month have a quick cast where either, well, every time we will definitely do a recap of where we're at in our box office, fantasy box office. And then as well, we can talk about any uh, recently released films that Todd or I have seen or books that we're reading or TV shows that have caught our interest, uh, things that we normally do in our quick cast. But we're going to regularly monthly have a quick cast come out talking about uh, the box office, fantasy box office. And uh, our goal is that uh, on or just right around the 15th of every month is when we're going to have a uh, quick cast, but we're committing monthly quick casts. Uh, and we think having this framework of, even if we don't have anything to talk about, cause we haven't gotten out to the movie theaters or anything like that. Uh, we can, we can update on this fantasy box office. That'll help us. And in order to access the quick cast, Todd, how do our listeners do Go that? Patreon.com slash protagonist P A T R E O N patreon.com slash protagonist make a little donation and you're in yes a donation at any level will uh, give you access to all our previous quick casts and any future quick casts yep well i think that's going to wrap up this episode thank you for joining us for show notes and links to all the other great dueling genre shows go to duelinggenre.com also please subscribe to the protagonist podcast in your podcast app of choice and please leave us a review that really helps us out and we would like to thank nick english who designed our logo and scott tofty who composed our theme music if you enjoy this episode we're actually going to do something a little different with this recommendation i would recommend that you go over to the fandom podcast and in one of their most recent episodes they also did a fantasy box office so if you want to hear some other people uh, muse about upcoming films and 
talk about what may or may not succeed, I'd go over and check out the Fandom Podcast website and find their Fantasy Box Office episode. Uh, you can suggest stories or characters for us to discuss or give us any comments or corrections by emailing feedback at protagonistpodcast.com. We're all also on Twitter. You can follow Protagonist Pod, Todd K. Mack, Jay Dorowski, and our producer Andrew is <laughs> Dismitit, which uh, uh, <laughs> a friend of the show, Nick English, said every time I refer to producer Andrew's Twitter handle as Dismitit, it makes him think that is your rapper name, <laughs> which... <laughs> is that your rapper name, Andrew? Do you have a side career? Uh, no, but... If I were to have one, it'd probably be in relation to the Polish version of my name, which is Andrzej, mm-hmm. and just be like J's. Okay. But it's spelled D-R-Z-E-J. <laughs> that would confuse a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you're the, spelling the it. The O-Neaters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, listeners, you can also go to our Facebook fan page, which is facebook.com slash protagonist podcast. And we love any feedback that we get there. If you would like to support the show financially, you can buy a topic for us to discuss or show your appreciation with a monetary donation by going to patreon.com slash protagonist. Thank you again for listening. And we'll be back next week to discuss another great character in a great story. So long. So long. There's a lot of things that just work for me on on multiple. I need to repeat that because Joseph cracked his neck. Sorry. (laughs) Go on.